You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. You are all welcome to church. Every one of you is welcome. Turn to someone and say, welcome to church. I'm so happy you are here. <laughs> Amen. We've been talking about because of Jesus. We've um, just a, a short series we've been doing because of Jesus, the things that have happened in our lives or the things we look back and we can see that these things um, are happening or we can experience certain things because Jesus came. In other words, if Jesus was never born, there are certain things many of us take for granted um, what our lives are like at the moment. But you don't know the impact that just the coming of Jesus made in your life. There are certain rights and privileges we have right now because of Jesus. Amen? Yeah. So we see that we've seen that uh, Jesus' coming even impacted on history. Uh, we saw how History has been shaped and society has been impacted just by the coming of Jesus. Remember, we talked about how there didn't used to be hospitals, but it's because of the gospel. Now, people, we see hospitals all over the place, but remember, it was not always like that. If you were sick, you were considered cursed. And you were thrown out of society because you could not contribute to society. But the gospel changed the hearts of people. Hallelujah. The, the, the message of the gospel changed the hearts of people. And then people that were impacted by the message of Jesus, by the preaching, and by the word of God, God laid it on their hearts to begin to gather people, to care for them. And that's how come we have hospitals today. Even schools, we talked about that. Just because Jesus came. Now you can go to school. And you go to school, you don't understand that it wouldn't have been like that. Oh, you would have been an advanced illiterate. <laughs> If Jesus didn't come, yeah. Because if he didn't come, it would probably be only millionaires would be able to send that, you know, educate their children. Yeah. But Jesus came and the power of the gospel changed the hearts of people. Christians were the first people that began to get people together. And teach them in groups. Before, you have to get a tutor to teach your child. You have to get tutors to teach your child every single subject. You will pay for it. You pay for the hours. Imagine that. How many people can afford that? Because of Jesus. So I want you to appreciate Jesus more than ever before. Yeah. 
So Christmas is not just about giving gifts, but it's also to know that he came and he made a difference. And because of his coming, our lives can never be the same. Good to see you, bro. Hallelujah. From Marysburg, right? Hallelujah. Awesome. Yeah. So, Jesus, I'm grateful. I don't know about you. Even if I don't get a present, hello? Yeah, because some people are saying, oh, well, nobody's giving me a present. Listen, Jesus is your present. (laughs) Hallelujah. I receive Jesus. She's telling me to receive Jesus. Eh? You better give me my present. <laughs> Hallelujah. I receive. Amen. Amen. Jesus plus. <laughs> glory, glory. I'm telling you, Jesus makes all the difference. He makes all the difference. I, I, I'm in love with him even more. Much more. Just the thought of what he's coming did. My goodness. My life is not been the same. My, 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 my future is bright because of Jesus. Come on. And I want to say to you, your future is bright. Yeah, don't look at the condition right now you are in. Because Jesus is in your life, your future is bright. Yeah, things might be going worse in the world, but in your life, somebody say, my case is different. Because of Jesus, my case is different. You know, I've always had this conviction that my case is different. Yeah. When I go to places and they say all kinds of things, I just say to myself, my case is different. There are certain realities that people are going through, they're experiencing, and they say, oh, well, everybody, oh, this is that. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter, my case is different. Amen? Amen. It doesn't matter the case, it doesn't matter the economic condition, my case is different. It doesn't matter if there is an... uh, If there's a virus in the air, my case is different. Uh, If everybody's catching the ball, my case is different. Because of Jesus. Yeah, I can confidently say my case is different because of Jesus. Now, if you don't have Jesus, you can't say that. You can't. You need to have Jesus in your life. Jesus is the distinguishing factor in our lives. That's what makes you stand out distinctly in society. So, don't look at everyone and say, oh, well, we are all the same. No, we are not. Unless you don't have Jesus. But if you have Jesus, say, my case is different. That's right. You have Jesus. That's the gift of the Father. Father, he says, behold what manner of love 
the Father that God has bestowed upon us that we should be called. That you should be called the sons of God. Behold, what manner of love is this? Greater love has no man than this. That a man should lay down his life for a friend. I'm grateful. And if you don't have anything in life, and you have Jesus, you have everything. Okay? A friend of mine composed a song years ago. If you have God, you have everything. And then you'll pass it on. If you have life, you have a beginning. And then you pass it on. Hallelujah. If you have God, you have everything. Because in Him consists everything. So there is hope. Even in hopeless situations, if you have Jesus, you've got it all. Hallelujah. And listen, it's not just, Jesus didn't just come to take care of your spirit. He came to take care of your soul and he came to take care of your body. And everything about you. Okay? Yeah. You know that there are three dimensions of salvation. Okay? There is the saving. When you get born again, your spirit gets saved. You know, as many as received him. Right? It says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Right? Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. Yeah. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things are gone. Behold. The new has come. All things have become new. So, I am not who I was before I got saved. Why? I have a new identity. Because of Jesus, you have a new identity. It doesn't matter your history. It doesn't matter your history. The old is gone. The new has come. Are you following me? Yeah. I remember years ago, this pastor, I mean, he used to be a, a pop singer in Nigeria those days. Very popular. He was the most popular singer. They used to call him the Michael Jackson of Nigeria. <laughs> and that's how popular he was. When he sings, people faint. <laughs> yeah. Then he got saved. He got saved, right? And he got radically saved. And he went to Bible school and came back and started preaching. And he stopped singing. <laughs> so the press came to him, they were interviewing him, and they were trying to bring his past. They said, Oh, you did this, you did that. He says, No, I didn't. <laughs> and of course, the journalist is confused. What is this? But you are the one that did this. He says, no, I didn't. So the guy says, look, we have, we have all the records. Yeah, that you did this and you did that and you did. He says, no, I didn't. Huh? Then he said, the person you are talking about is dead. This is a new person. 
Hallelujah. Because of Jesus, you can have a new identity. Because of Jesus, you can have a new identity. You can divorce yourself from your past. Because of Jesus. You couldn't do that before. Huh? Yeah. I've had 10 abortions. That's before. Come on. Now you don't have that record. Why? Because of Jesus. Come on. This Jesus is real and he's powerful. He's so powerful that he can come into your life and just change, reconfigure your life. In fact, re- recreate it, not just reconfigure. He recreates your life and give you a totally new life. That's what he's saying there. So if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation, not a reformed creation. Do you understand? Not a reformed creation, not, 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 not a renewed creation. No, 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 no. Not a refurbished creation. No. Not a restructured creation. A brand new. There is a brand new you. Because of Jesus. Ha! Yeah. Don't listen to the devil. He operates like the insurance man. Yeah. Yeah. How do they determine your premium? Yeah, your pass. Your pass. Yes, sir. They will take use your pass to determine your, your premium, your risk. Yeah. Uh, risk analysis. Yeah. yeah. They, they look at your pass, then they use your pass to determine your future. Yeah. Yeah. God doesn't operate like that. Because of Jesus. Yeah. Say because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. You need to love this Jesus. I want to provoke you to love him much more than you ever have. Because of Jesus, your life cannot be the same. Ah, aren't you excited? Just the thought of what is coming. So it's not just a baby in a manger. Can you do you understand what I'm saying? You need to see beyond the manger. Yeah. Did you see beyond the manger? This, I mean, this guy, he is out of this world. In fact, he came from out of this world. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you like, you say, outer space, whatever. But he came from out of this world. And what he brought into your life is out of this world. It's out of this world. I'm telling you. It's Jesus. I love the Lord. <laughs> Amen. I love Jesus. I love Jesus. Hmm? If loving Jesus is wrong, I don't want to be right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be I don't want to be right at all. If there is something wrong with loving Jesus, then I don't want to be right. Yeah. Because of Jesus. So your spirit is saved. You're new. You have a new identity in the spirit because of Jesus. 
Okay? Because of Jesus, you are saved. You are a new creation, a brand new species. Brand new. Huh? Last week we saw that you carry the DNA of God. Partakers of the divine nature. How can a man carry the DNA of God? Because of Jesus. Yes. I can, I can boldly proclaim that I have the nature of God. Not every human being can claim that. But because of Jesus. Amen. Because of Jesus. Glory to God. Aren't you excited? Huh? Walter? Glory, glory. Amen. Because of Jesus. Yes. So your spirit is saved. But I have news for you. Your spirit is not, it's not only your spirit. Because of Jesus, your soul is being saved. Look at James chapter 1. James chapter 1 verse 21. It says, Therefore lay aside all filthiness and the overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. Who is he talking to? He's talking to believers. He's talking to people who are already born again. Do you understand? So he's talking to people who are already born again. If you, if you are not sure, you can read from verse, verse 1 and verses 2. You see that he's talking to born again people. So they are saved in the spirit. But their soul is in the process of being saved. And how does your soul get saved? By the word. Receive with meekness the implanted word. Hallelujah. Let's read it in the Amplified. I like the way the Amplified puts it. Look at, look, look, look at how the Amplified puts it. So get rid of all uncleanness <laughs> and rampant outgrowth of wickedness. This is what your old nature has. Rampant outgrowth of wickedness. Can you imagine that? Huh? And in humble, gentle, modest spirit, receive and welcome the word which is implanted and rooted in your hearts. Come on. It contains the power to save your souls. Because of Jesus, my soul can be saved. My soul can be made whole. Hallelujah. You know, in my pastoral experience, I found that a lot of there are a lot of um, a lot of people that are having challenges because of the condition of their soul. The spirit has been dealt with, yeah, but the soul needs to be addressed. So there are certain conditions that require that your soul be restored. You remember Psalm 23? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. Uh, he leadeth me beside the still waters. He what? Restores my soul. So it's your soul that needs renovation. Not your spirit. 
Do you understand? Yeah. Your soul needs renovation. Your spirit is recreated. Yeah. Your spirit is recreated. Your soul is being restored. Huh? It's being saved. It's being brought to the same place as your spirit. The soul. Your soul is powerful, I'm telling you. That's where you feel rejected from. When you move around, some people feel, this person don't like me. It's your soul that is telling you. Yeah. This person loves me. It's your soul that is telling you. That's where you become aware of self. In the spirit, your spirit man makes you, enables you to be aware of God. Because of Jesus, you can contact God. You can be aware of God. But your soul, oh, don't ignore your soul. Your soul also needs attention. But it's the word of God that contains the power to save your soul. Okay? Yeah. So, so it's, 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 it's powerful because when you think about it, you see that I remember, I mean, there are things, listen, there's so much we go through that we don't understand how much damage it causes in our souls. Yeah. You can experience some trauma and it will wound your soul. Yeah. And then you start struggling relationships with people. You start struggling to trust God. You start struggling to trust people. You start struggling to believe the word of God. You start struggling. It's all in the soul. So doubt is a, is, is a product of the soul. Your spirit can never doubt because it has the seed of God in it. Yeah? In First John, he says, He that is born of God does not sin. Huh? Why? Because he says, Because the seed of God remains in him. Let's find that, look at that scripture for me. He that is born of God does not sin. But the, the seed, why? Because the seed of God remains in him. So, what part of you is born of God? Your spirit. Yeah. It's, it's God just gave birth to it. You know, a new spirit. Boom. Puts it into you. When you say, Jesus, come into my life. Come into my heart. I want you to be the Lord of my life. God just takes an, his, his spirit. Puts into you. Remove that dead spirit. That you inherited from Adam. Do you understand? It says, whoever has been born of God does not sin. For his seed remains in him. Can you see? That's where the DNA of God abides. It's in your spirit. So your spirit does not have the capacity to sin. Can you see? Yeah, why? It, it's, your spirit is born of God. How many people are born again? Whatsoever is born of God. You are born of God. Remember what Jesus told Nicodemus? Yeah. So, his seed remains in him and he cannot sin. Come on, say, I cannot. This is Bible. 
This is not my opinion. Cannot. Even when he tries, he cannot. So there's a place like that with God. Yes. So that's where he's taking your soul to. Do you understand? Because of Jesus, you can have this kind of experience. Yes. Do you know that you can get to a place in your, in your, in your soul that you can't be offended? Yeah. Offense is in the soul. It takes place in the soul. It's not, it's not your spirit that is offended. No, 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 no. It's your soul. Why can he not sin? Because he has been born of God. Come on, say I'm born of God. God. I cannot sin. sin. The real me cannot sin. sin. Yeah, because of Jesus. So when when you see those pictures of the manger, just think about what I'm talking about. (laughs) Looking so innocent in that, but hey, there is some power. That is bringing into the earth. To lift us from the squalor of sin. When you start saying, oh well I couldn't help it. I just know where you are. I just know where you are. You can help it. You can help it. If you are born of God, you can help it. If you can't help it, you need to know this Jesus the way I'm talking about him. Maybe you've known him as a manger Jesus. But it's time to know him as the one that has broken the power of sin. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, because of Jesus. You've been born of God. So you can, you can, you, you, you see your soul. God is working on your soul. He has, he has finished it in your spirit. Now he's in the process in your soul. Working. Hallelujah. That's why you see in in Romans chapter 1, chapter 12 rather, Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Verse 1, he says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice unto God. Okay, which is your reasonable? It's, 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 it's your spiritual act of worship. All right, your reasonable service. The NIV says spiritual act of worship. All right, so you present your body. You, you, your body needs to be presented because your body needs to be saved as well. Yes, sir. Your body needs to be saved, not just your spirit. Your spirit has been saved. Your soul being saved, your body shall be saved. Hallelujah. But look at verse 2. Look at verse 2. Verse 2 it says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by what? The renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So you see, your mind is part of your soul. Your soul is made up of your mind, your will, and your emotions. Yeah. Hey, all those emotions that, come, that stir up, it's, it's your soul. That's what I'm saying. It's your soul. Mm. 
So when you, when you, when you get them, tell, tell, yeah, that's why David used to speak to himself. He says, why you cast down, O my soul? Put your hope in God. Why are you cast down? So when you feel cast down, talk to your soul. Hello? Talk to your soul. Say, why are you cast down, O my soul? Why? Get up. Praise the Lord, soul. Tell your soul. When you feel down, when you feel depressed, talk to your soul. Because depression is in the soul. Your spirit cannot be depressed. It's your soul that is depressed. Are you getting the point? Hallelujah. Oh, because of Jesus, we can... Do you know that you are not at the mercy of anyone? Because of Jesus. Yeah, what Jesus has done is so powerful that you can just get up and say, I refuse it. I refuse to be cast down. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, I might not have money in my pocket, but I refuse to be cast down. Hallelujah. There might be no food in the fridge, but hey, listen, I refuse to be cast down. My soul will praise the Lord. I might feel as if I'm in prison, but like Paul and Silas sang in prison, I'm going to sing to the Lord. Instead of complaining, Instead of murmuring, instead of grumbling, you know, joining everybody, all the masses. Everybody is complaining about the government. Everybody is complaining about the nation. Everybody is complaining about this, complaining about that, complaining about that. And you join them. Come on, people. We can do better than that. Jesus has made the difference. Because of Jesus, we have a better testimony. Because of Jesus, we have a better confession. Because of Jesus, we can speak better things. We can call those things that be known as though they were because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. Hallelujah. I might not have now, but guess what? I'm going to have tomorrow. Because of Jesus. Maybe I don't have a job. Someone, I don't have a job. Because of Jesus, I can even employ people. Start thinking like that. Hallelujah. Maybe I don't have accommodation. Listen, because of Jesus, you can become a landlord. Hallelujah. Because of Jesus. Your soul, you need to deal with your soul. That's where the challenge is. We we don't know how to deal with our soul. We don't know how to handle it. We don't know how to bring it into subjection. And, you know, force it to obey the word of God. To line up with the will of God. That's our challenge. You know, people just get up and say, Oh, I don't feel like this anymore. No, 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 no. Feelings. <laughs> yeah, you need to tell yourself how to feel, okay? Amen. Yeah, tell yourself how to feel. Jesus has given you the power to tell yourself how to feel. The world talks about a blue Monday, and you also talk about blue Monday? Come on. Hello. What is that? Yeah. You wake up and tell your Monday how you want it to be. That's it. Doesn't matter what side of the bed you wake up. Yeah. Take charge. Take charge. Because of Jesus, you have the power to. 
He has called you to be kings and priests. Kings rule. In case you don't know. Kings rule. Rule over what? <laughs> you rule over anything that requires to be put in order. You command it. Yeah. Just tell it, I'm a king in God's kingdom. And I command you to line up. Amen. Amen. There's nothing I'm telling you that I don't do. <laughs> I do it. Yes? Or else I won't maintain my sanity. Some things that I go through, you, you can lose your mind. I'm telling you, you, you can lose your mind if you don't take charge. You don't take charge. Don't just say, Lord, do something. God is saying, what are you doing? A whole king. Hey. What are you doing with your, with your kingship? What are you doing with the authority I've given you? Huh? You, you, you have no idea what Jesus has done for you. Because if you did, you will not be living a pathetic life. You won't. At the mercy of the economy, at the mercy of, of people, at the mercy of circumstances. No! You get up and begin to take charge. That's the faith that was delivered to us. Jesus said, when I come, will I find faith? Why would he say that? He knew that this day, will, there's going to be a scarcity of real faith. That's why people don't obey God, because they, they don't have faith. So there are things we're going to do. Hallelujah. Amen. Because of faith. Yeah. Because of Jesus. And this faith came. Jesus is the one that brought it. Yeah. Brought it back. It was lost. Yeah. So God gave this thing. Abraham had it. Yeah. Do you understand? The faith was in this. On, you know, on earth. Through Abraham. Passed it on. He passed it on. And it kept being passed on. Kept being passed on. And after some time, it got missing. It got lost. Let me put it that way. Huh? Things can happen and rob you of your faith. You can go through challenges. Some people, because they've experienced delayed manifestation, they lose faith. Some people go through prolonged hardship and then they lose faith. Some people go through suffering and they lose faith. But what you don't realize is that suffering is part of the ingredients of walking in glory. You, you don't understand that. It's part of what you need to, to become who God has called you to be. But we're living in a generation now. Christians, I am surprised at the, the, the kind of believers we are seeing. And I'm like, well, what happened? Why can't people believe God anymore? Why can't people endure a little hardship? Just a little. Huh? Some of us have gone through hardship for years that we thought we had sinned against God. Because we pray, we fast, we do everything and nothing changed. 
And then it's like, God. To the extent I started seeking him. Lord, what have I done? Okay, if I have sinned, tell, tell me my sin. I want to repent so that things will change right now. And then he spoke to me. I'll never forget. It's like yesterday. As I'm, as I'm telling you now, I can still, it's like yesterday. Then I heard his voice from heaven. Second Timothy. Chapter 2, verse 3. Hmm? Come on. When you are going through suffering, remember this passage. Come on. Can you see it on the screen? You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, people, people can't endure anything anymore. Huh? can't endure. Your faith is being tried. You can't endure. Don't you know that your faith needs to be tested? Huh? Count it all joy. Huh? Is that not what James tells us? James chapter 1, is it verse 2 or 3? He says, count it all joy, my brethren, when you fall into various trials. Huh? This is my brethren, count it all joy. Hallelujah. When you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces what? Patience. It says, let patience have its way that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. There are aspects of the word of God people don't like. Do you understand? I want everything. I want the whole package. Do you understand? Why? Because it's good for me. So some people have what I call blessing complex. You know? Blessing complex. You know what that means? Yeah, like, like, like uh, you know this inferiority complex? Yeah, there's a blessing complex. So a blessing complex is like everything has to be a blessing only. But you don't know that there are some disguised blessings that don't have a certain appearance that you are used to. And then there are some people that have a suffer complex. Somebody says suffer complex. <laughs> Those are my own. You won't find it in any dictionary. You won't find it anywhere. <laughs> suffer complex. Yeah. So they want to suffer, 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 suffer. No, 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 no. You don't need to pray for suffering. It will come at the right time. Okay? In the right way, in the right proportion. Just be faithful. Just be deep. Yeah. Stop praying. Lord, give me suffering. What kind of prayer is that? That is a suffer complex. Yeah. So that's why some people take a vow of poverty because they think that by so doing they will please God. You can't please God by that. As a matter of fact, that limits your ability to be a blessing. How can you bless somebody with nothing? Hmm? Somebody saying, oh, well, Peter said silver and gold I have not. At that time. Yeah, silver and gold I have not, but such as I have, I give to you. 
the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. But you know, in, the interesting thing about that passage is that if you look at the book of Acts, you see that those guys had money. They were brought to the apostles' feet. And yet Peter says, silver and gold I have not. Because it's not mine. Hallelujah. So it's not because of poverty that he said that. Don't glorify poverty. I hate it. And you better hate it. Yeah. I know some, some, some religious people, they attack anything that is not poverty. We need to kill it. It's a spirit. There's an abundance in the world today. The poverty is artificial. It's caused, it's caused by greed. It's caused by madness in the, in the minds of, of, of our leaders. It's not because God put it like that. I'm telling you. They surplus. Just create all kinds of things just to keep people under. But by the power of Jesus Christ, you will break it. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So it, it has nothing to do with your background, your, where you're yeah. coming from. It has to do with what you are carrying. Amen. Some of you will own your own jets. Amen. And they fly all over the place. Yes. No, you don't want to. If you don't like it, it's okay. Allow the other person. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. Some people have a problem with that. What is, what's wrong with people for God's sake? God saying, why don't you ride a donkey? At least Jesus rode a donkey. He rode a colt. Yeah, you, you, you go look for one and ride it to Durban. You want to be biblical. That's more biblical. That's accurately biblical. They think they're impressing God with all that jargon. They don't know what. They don't know the mind of God. I'm telling you. It's the devil's trick. To hinder the gospel from moving forward. Glorify all these things. If I tell you how it, all this, this, this mindset came from history. You won't even, let's not even go there. Yeah. It was ulterior motives of the religious system in the dark ages. They are the ones that introduced that thing. Yeah. So, so that everybody, all the rich people, they could get everything. Take it away from them. And hoard it. That's what happened. Hallelujah. So Jesus came to do a radical work. He came to do a radical work in your life. And you need to understand that when you sing, I love you, Lord, 
greater than anything. You need to mean it. It needs to come from, you know, think about these things I'm talking about. And let it, let it cause you to worship him more. Let it cause you to love him more. Let it cause you to do whatever you can. Just to, just, just to, just to serve him. There's nothing too much. Because of Jesus. Say, because of Jesus. Amen. Your life has been redefined. Your destiny has been redefined. Because of Jesus. Do you know that you were destined for hell? You were destined for hell. Yeah. But because of Jesus, your destination has changed. Hallelujah. Your destination changed because of Jesus. Imagine somebody in mid-air. You know when you enter a plane? You enter the plane, they now make an announcement. They say, welcome to flight, whatever, whatever. We are on board, you are on board flight. Uh, uh, SA-212, you know, going to Atlanta. All right? Or New York, wherever. And, And you get onto that plane. Do you know why they always announce that? So that in case you entered by mistake. (laughs) Yeah. Imagine. You want to go to Durban. Now you are going to New York. I know some people will be happy with that mistake. Yeah. But you see, what Jesus did for you is that in midair, your destination was changed. Hallelujah. In midair, it's a miracle. They've announced the destination. The destination is hell. Everybody on board, you are going to hell. The fire is hot. You will be roasted. And for it forever and ever and midway through the flight because of, because of Jesus the destination change hallelujah Amen. a new captain takes over hallelujah a new captain takes over the flight and he makes an announcement and he said because I'm here you are not going there anymore you are going to heaven. You are going to have prepared a place for you. In my father's house are many mansions. Hallelujah. Because of Jesus. I am telling you. You need to love this Jesus. He's more than a baby in a manger. As a matter of fact. He's not in a manger. Hallelujah. This Jesus is something else. I don't know about you. It's like the more I think about it, the more I want to praise him. Because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. How many people love Jesus? Come on, let's stand up on our feet. Come on, begin to appreciate him. Tell him, Lord Jesus, I thank you. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. 
For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.